Hello. Welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I, Dina. The podcast where we go, I just hiccuped. <laughs> the podcast where we go through the entire or some filmography slash discography of some wonderful underrated ladies. Sam is not with us today. Um, tragically. She tragically is um, feeling a little under the weather, but no fear. This is just my first time ever doing this portion of the pod. Um, but that's okay. Today we are talking about uh, Adina Menzel. We are continuing our journey through her illustrious career with um, 2007's um, Enchanted, the live-action animated hybrid starring Amy Adams. Um, and our special guest is a friend of the pod, Miss Rain McGowan. How are you? I am so good. How are you? I'm so happy to be talking about Adina. Well, yes. Actually, I was going to say maybe we could take this brief moment to... Um, uh, allow the listeners who are already, of course, super fans of you, of and course. possibly of me, um, both. to talk about a little bit of why Adina is so important to uh, me and to you and mm. uh, to us together. Yeah, and well, I, yes, I feel like we should definitely mention that we met in line for an Adina Christmas album signing at Barnes and Noble. Yes, uh, we did. Yes, and I had I was like uh, fully 20 in minutes, October. In October. Yeah. yeah, I was like 20 minutes late to a college exam because mm-hmm. a midterm I think because I was like Adina signing like I need to go and we both happened to be in line together and um got our book signed. There's a picture of me where it looks like I'm literally about to like attack her yeah. and like tackle her. We took her. photos of each other yeah. meeting Adina. Yeah, the one you took of me was a little bit blurry, but I forgive you because you were yeah. so overcome. Yeah, I was literally like, shit. I was probably crying. I was like, it's amazing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. this was um what like seven, seven, eight years ago. It was a long time. Yeah. Ago. Oh my god. And yeah. then it's the only time we interacted. I know. And until then until radio silence, the podcast. <laughs> or yeah, or until, oh, until our actual we were... famous guest arc on yes. NBC's Manifest. Yes. Watch it now. It's probably on Hulu. Yes. What do you remember? What's se- it's season two episode like? I want to say like fourteen. Something. I just remember I you see you a lot and you see me for like a split second, but still I was like. Yeah, we were famous. extras on Manifest and uh, in a scene where spoiler a club, uh, blows up. Yeah. And I don't know if did you survive. I think I survived because I remember being outside. I did. After because, the explosion? Because after the explosion, I was so pissed because I was almost going to be, like, really featured in, like, right by the camera. But then they were like, mm, you guys are too close to where <gasps> oh, the fire's going to be. Oh, you and I together. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then they separated us, and I had to stand next to, like, some weirdo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. What a time. What a time. Well, Adina wasn't there, but she is here today with mm-hmm. us. Um, that was the year I met Adina. She was... Okay, so we're jumping forward kind of a lot here. We, yeah. We've done... We did Wild Party uh, starring Adina. We did Rent. We did Wicked. Of and now course. we're doing this. This came after she kind of already made the leap to film mm-hmm. uh, from doing the Rent movie mm-hmm. in 2005, I believe. And um, she's doing this. Uh, so th- what is your experience with um, – it's just – I'm just swinging. I'm just doing a little interview here. Yeah. What was your experience with this movie like as a kid? Did you see it? Did you enjoy it? Saw it as I didn't realize this came out in 2007, so I was fully like 11, I guess, when it came out. I loved it. Like, I feel like I was peak age where I like understood that they were kind of commenting on Disney, but mm-hmm. young enough to like still love it. Well, it's it's a it's interesting because it's a Disney like parody, but also very much a celebration of Disney, yeah, and it's from Disney, exactly. So it's not like Shrek where it's like a Disney parody in like a I don't want to say mean way, but it's it's more yeah. like 
it's like at the expense of Disney, whereas this yeah. is like making fun of the whole legacy. It's kind of a, it's a it's a flex, really. If you're like, yeah. I'm iconic. I'm being Disney iconic enough to just kind of lampoon myself but also you're gonna love it exactly and i feel like it's like whereas shrek does it like yeah isn't it fucking stupid what they do this they're like yeah isn't it kind of silly but you little you guys still fucking love it and i'm Mm -hmm. like i do still love it i i die for it i mean this movie would not have worked without the um amazing amy adams i literally like okay it parts of it aged i i loved this movie at the time Mm -hmm. when it came out i loved it you know a little gay 12 year old Whatever. That was a great year for movies, too. It do, really do you know, was. Do you know what came out that year? What? Are you ready? I was, it's burned in my mind forever. You know, okay, Spider-Man 3, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, Shrek 3. Oh, my God. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. The Golden Age. Enchanted. And, get ready, Hairspray. Hairspray. <gasps> my mic levels literally shoot up. Yeah, no. Hairspray. They all came Ugh. out that year. And, like, listen, I think that's a banner year for cinema. That is, we're never going to top that. People say 2004, 2007 is yeah, the movie of, is the year of movies. So that was a sidebar. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Janet was great. I saw it. I think I saw it. I might have seen it more than once just because it's very familiar in my memory. Like, I never, like, owned it or anything, but I definitely saw it, like, a lot. I think I did own it. And it's funny that you should mention watching it like as a little gay kid because I was like I ha- I literally like uncovered a memory because I again I was like eleven when mm-hmm. I watched it and I saw like Amy Adams like came out like wet from the rain oh, cleavage yeah. out at the end at the end yeah, and yeah. at the beginning there's a point mm. where she's like tits out and I just remember being eleven and being like mm, there's something here that I like I'm not really processing what it is but I I am a fan of wet boobs and so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. but i was just like i guess i love the costume and now i'm like mm-hmm, hmm. interesting <laughs> i never thought of it as a lesbian enabling film there's a lot of lesbian energy between well, anything adina's in kind of yeah she's hot in this yeah she is she's hot in well everything, she's hot in it but me. all of her outfits are terrible and the wig i mean we can cover that it later, but the wig at the end Oof. i'm like y'all really don't want us to root for adina no they did not <laughs> do not um, but yeah, and the weird thing is Adina's in this and she doesn't even sing. I know. Like I heard that they were supposed to sing like she was supposed to have a duet uh with James Morrison at the end, but they were like, There's no point oh. for that. Which yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, but, I see why that's a cut yet. Um time. Yeah, but anyways, um yeah, it's a great movie. And I, I realize it joins into a genre of um like Oh, so boring, but like fish out of water or whatever. Or like, mm-hmm. no, a better phrase would be like movies that, um, movies that have like a scene where the entire visual storytelling changes. Yeah. Okay, so it fits into a, like The Wizard of Oz, for example. Yeah. Or um, what's another one? Uh, James and the Giant Peach. You ever see that? Yes. Like, yeah. It's totally. Like live action and it's claymation for like yeah three quarters. Exactly. Or like the Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner Power Hour. Of course. Instance. Oh, the peak <laughs> The example. Power Hour, yeah. The Power Hour. The, the second one was better. Yeah, it really was. Wait, which? No. Nope. Wasn't the second yeah. one where they fully switched like role? Yes. Life? Oh my God, yeah. They like Freaky Friday, I think. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Meaning, I don't know why I even said that. Like, I, I have not know... thought about that since I was uh, 10. Let's go buy some legal weed. Yeah. And watch Jimmy Our Jimmy Power. First time smoking. Now that it's legal. Yeah, Can't I've never wait. smoked before. Can't wait to try it. Um never smoked before. I'm gonna wear no mask outside yeah. and smoke. I'm ripping and, that thing off. Exactly. 
Um, so <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, the format change. So oh, I yeah, feel yeah. like the first, whatever, 15, 10, 15 minutes is so good. Like, oh, amazing. The animation looks so. This is going to be my first of many, probably just like nerd moments, but like I have famously identified as a Disney, a Disney day, a Disney gay in the past. Yeah. But in a way where it's like not annoying. Like I'm not yeah. lining up to the theme park every day. I mean, if I've lived in Florida, I don't know. Yeah. You but wouldn't believe I would have a season pass. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I respect Disney for the art and the craft yeah. and I don't get in people's business about it. And I also don't believe like the Disney mythos, for example. I'm not like happiest place mm-hmm. on earth. I think it's impressive. Yeah. I like the storytelling, but I'm not like I'm a magical princess. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I villains especially, way. I love. Oh, because you know what? The villains are all like queer coded. Even well, I yeah. would say this movie, she's like, oh, she's, she's a, in full drag at the end. Full drag, like she's literally. Be- her eyebrows I'm like, are hey, drawn. Divine, what's up? Like, literally, and yeah. the platform heels. The platform heels <laughs> killed me. Well, we'll get to that, but I just yeah. think it's so you're right. Well, and there's another problem with the queer coded Disney villains. Will is a little problematic. However, 100%. so pissed that they don't do that anymore. I know. I'm like, so you're telling me now the solution that you guys came up with is the villains are straight? That's Or that's just equality. not even having a villain. I'm sorry. Like, oh, Moana yeah. has a giant crab, but he's only in for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't count Frozen because that's just like a twist ending, which doesn't, he's not yeah. fun either. No, he's not. I, I'm trying to, yeah. And they don't think they do it anymore because they don't want to get flack for that. But it's yeah. like, you. they need at least just to have another, oh. Oh my god! Ooh, oh! I feel like I can see like eggs. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> um, do you have a thing? Anything? I might be able to. I don't really want to bother her. Yeah. Anyway, she can just vibe. I guess she's vibing. Um. Oh, she stopped. That's okay. Anyway, I'll keep an eye on her. Um. <laughs> I might have like a napkin. I have a shoe, but I don't want to like stick my leg in there. <laughs> uh. Whatever. Anyways. Um. Yes, they need at least one more like iconic villainous moment. I feel yeah. like it's not as bad if it's the woman being queer because yeah. she's not queer coded. They're not like butch. Yeah. yeah, I would say she's more just like I feel like the women aren't like yeah they're not like coded gay. They're more just coded like campy. or they're just like campy and just like in a way that like gay people love. Like they're just yeah. very like I don't know. I mean, I think their last like villain that was like relevant at all was like fucking. Uh, Rapunzel's mom, right? Oh yeah, because she was very. Oh, I think I stopped talking. She was very. <laughs> um, she was Donna Murphy. Yeah. So there you go. But I mean, you got him. I'm just yeah. I I need they need to come back, and Susan Sarandon's inspired choice for that part. Um, the first ten minutes very Disney, very but yeah. very parody in a way because it's like yeah, even the Disneyest Disney shit doesn't isn't that happy. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you could see all the, like, um, like I thought it was so funny when she was, like, they literally just met. He was like, let's get married. Like, they're like, we're getting married in the morning. Like, that was mm-hmm. very them being like, we know that we do that, and that is kind of psycho of us, but we're yeah. still here for also, it. Yeah, also, what they don't do, because Amy Adams is older, I guess. Um, I don't know how she was when she did this, but um, usually in Disney they are, like, teens, which is also yeah. another layer of awkward. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love the like combination of of stories. Like, you know, Susan Sarandon villainous. She's kind of like a combo of like 
Maleficent, the evil queen. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a dragon. She has the old lady. Yeah. She's Cruella de Vil vibes. Loved she's like, it all. you know, she has everything. Um, yeah. She has little Timothy Spall playing himself. Mm-hmm. As he he had a, he did that for a while in that that decade like he yeah. was, he just played a little wormy man just kind of like oh I feel bad for you but also I also I don't for like some reason you know yeah that's just his ar- archetype I guess yeah. um so then she sends Giselle Amy Adams to New York City mm-hmm. a place where she says there are no happy endings and hearing that as someone who lives in the city I was like mm-hmm. or have you gotten okay. a happy ending in New York I mean <laughs> honey if I could find a happy ending in New York I would be getting it every day but try as I might I haven't found one well I've never gotten a massage before I've actually never I feel like I would like it but I've never pulled the trigger a massage on a massage yeah yeah. I like want to, but I I was like about mm. to and then COVID happened and I was like Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm constantly like about to book it on Groupon, but I'm just like, nah, I don't know. Well let's do it. Yeah, let's get After massages. This. Let's get couples massages. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just us though. Yeah, just literally just the two of us. <laughs> we're like we're on our honeymoon. We're a couple. Yeah. Um yeah, so so they're in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes out of a sewer grate. Yes, which is so fitting. Yeah, I love it. I think that the New York like homages in this movie are hilarious because li- having lived here now mm-hmm. for the past seven odd years, um, odd years, very odd, <laughs> uh, the references are so funny because they're like the most basic ones, but like yeah. if you actually know it, it's like really like they're at Katz's Deli, they're at yeah. the Reservoir in Central Park. They're like. All over the fucking city. Yeah. Doing dumb shit. I know. Um, I liked to be like the, literally like the wet towel with this movie and be like, there's no way they would have been there in five minutes. Like, they're like, they're like through at the top they are magic. and then at the bottom. I'm like, there's no way they would have made it. They're there. like magical fairy tale people though. Yeah, exactly. She can make birds take flowers. So. Yeah. And rats. Right. Um, I think, and then that sequence um, where she's running around in, in Times Square. Yeah. It's very long. It is very, and you can even kind of tell that it like was originally longer because she like goes into a subway and comes out, and I can just tell like there's probably a subway scene that yeah. they were like we can't. I we think it's cut the it. first thing they shot. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, we have all the time in the world. They were like making a short film. They were like, this yeah. movie is about a weird princess, Amy Adams, running yeah. around just like in Times Square, and it's pretty iconic. Um, she's a great job. You know, as I said, she's great in this. She's very. She really sells the tone of the movie, which is a very yeah. hard tone to have. Especially once McDreamy shows up. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he lets her stay in his home inexplicably, yeah. which I just, I still wouldn't do. No, I think like that, I really did have to suspend my disbelief because I'm like, you do have like a child. Like, don't let this stranger it's stay in your home. It's still a Disney movie. Yeah. So the logic does strain a little bit. Yeah. And, okay, wait. And then the next morning when, this is my this is my real problem with it. Okay. And this is me kind of coming to Adina's defense. Adina comes and sees them, or comes to go, like, see McDreamy, who's, like, her fiance. She's going to take uh, his cute little daughter to school. Yeah, yeah. Which, first of all, Adina's trying so hard to connect with this girl, and this girl is not having it. I'm like, no. suck it up. Yeah. And bond with her. But she comes in and, like, McDreamy and Giselle, Amy Adams, like, fall out of the shower together. She's naked. She's fully naked. Like, it's very a very sexual scenario. And then Adina storms out. Later in the day, it's never discussed again. Like, she, like, gets flowers from McDreamy. And she's like, it's fine. I don't have any follow-up questions Actually, about this situation. Yeah, and Giselle's the one who sent the flowers. Lesbian? Well, for, <laughs> for him. And, like, he didn't do anything to make up for it. I know. 
know. I'm and sorry. Yeah. They were together for five years. Yeah. I'm like, mm. also, like, you're together with five years, and this six-year-old who you met when she was one doesn't trust you yet? Like, what is up with this T- daughter? And not to mention, literally ending up with, spoiler alert, the random-ass crazy woman instead of Adina. Yeah. And I would not be okay with her. No, I would. I'm like, I just feel like if I were Adina, like maybe I'm just, um, maybe I'm just a more jealous person. But I would at least be like, hey, okay, I trust you, but I do have some follow up questions on the naked woman in your shower who's a stranger right. who thinks she's a princess. Like, no, yeah, Adina's character is a little underdeveloped for that reason because it is ridiculous. I yeah, I feel like they were kind of trying to toe the like. It almost made me think of, like, my best friend's wedding, where they're trying to tell the line of, like, you don't want them to end up together, but you also don't want to hate Adina. Like, Adina's yeah. not the villain, but you don't want them to end up together. And I feel like that was hard for well, them it, to To be honest, line. it's hard to... I, I, it's weird to me that she's even a character. To be, like, yeah. And the more I think about it, I feel like story-wise, it would have made more sense if he was, like, like a widow and he didn't have a wife. Yeah. He didn't have a girlfriend. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you borrow another Disney trope, like maybe, um, oh God, maybe like Susan Sarandon, it becomes Adina Menzel or or she is like the the Vanessa (sighs) from the Little Mermaid moment. Oh, that would be beautiful. I love that. You know, I mean, I'm not, I like the movie. I'm not complaining that Adina's in it. It just, it's a little... I don't think her character did that much. Adina herself, obviously amazing. She did what she could with the role, but I agree. Like thinking about it now, it's like, did we need her at all? No. Um, no. I feel like the other interesting thing is like Disney does have a complicated relationship with parents, and so true. When we found out that Patrick Dempsey is that wait is that his name Patrick yeah. Dempsey yeah when he was um we found out he was single I was like oh obviously the mom died and then they because Disney right. loves to do that and then they revealed they're like no she just like left she just and up I'm and like. Left. Okay, I don't think that's like an improvement from what you guys have. I'm like, I'm just gonna go with the her dying. Yeah, I'm like, she's dead. In my, you didn't even need to address it. Like, like we just tell me she's dead. Yeah, and and Giselle doesn't even have parents. She just lives in the forest with all her animals. Literally. Um. Well, so we jumped a little bit ahead, but uh, what do we think about the happy working song? That's pretty iconic, right? That is iconic. I was viscerally disgusted by that. I was actually eating when I watched it. Oh God. No, it was, like, I found it so disgusting. And, like, the whole time I was, like, what especially, like, because she's calling in all these, like, animals, but they're, like, New York animals. So it's, like, cockroaches right. and ha, rats. Ha, ha, we get yeah, it. Yeah, very funny. And it was just, like, I just felt, the whole time I was, like, are these real rats? Like, are did Amy did Amy Adams have to interact <laughs> with a rat? She it's, she should have won an Oscar. She, she spent yeah. a year working with a rat, training <laughs> yeah. rats to Hol- listen to her sing. <laughs> I hated it so much. Uh, well, and then I think it's so funny the almost underreaction that McDreamy and yeah. and the daughter have it because they're like, "Oh my god, rats!" And they're like, "Pick them up, pick them up, throw them out." Throw them. The what? little girls carrying like release eight them rats into your apartment point. building. Yeah, like, no. Uh, also, like if you if that like they make McDreamy out to be like oh such a hard ass like such a cynic. I'm like that didn't convince you to kick this woman out of your apartment right. that she let 80 but rats in. They make like, a point of him telling his daughter to um, sleep in his bedroom that night just yeah. in case Amy Adams like wakes up and like murders her. I know. I'm like why would you even let her be there if you're like well she might want to just kill one of us. I'm like kick her out. It's it strains credibility. Yeah. Anyway he's a divorce lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, he 
you know who so you know who plays his um do you remember this factoid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bell slash Ariel, right? Ariel. Oh right. For some reason. Bell's in think... it too. Yeah, wait, which one Belle is Bell? plays the soap opera actress. <gasps> oh, yes, yes, yes. She's like, you don't deserve me. I don't, yeah. That's not my good Bell impression, but. At some point, we do have to have to discuss James Marsden, because he is oh, phenomenal in will. this role. Um, yeah, let's talk about him now. We can get yeah. to the princess, because that's like a fun little subplot yeah. that all those people are in it. Yeah, he's um, amazing. J- he is great. He's great as a cartoon, too, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really committed to this. Was this his, like, first... Like, kind of mainstream. I don't know. I mean, I was a child in that time. Yeah. But, well, he was. I think Hairspray was the same year. Yeah. I randomly saw, I forget what it was. I randomly saw a show recently from, like, definitely pre 2007 that he was on. So, but I think this prop, so he was definitely doing stuff, but I think this was his first big thing. Yeah, he's great. I mean, this is probably what I remember him most from. Yeah. I think it's this and Hairspray. Hairspray. And also. Now dead to me. Yeah, dead. And, I uh, mean, now seeing dead to me and see, seeing his range. I'm I like, know. he's amazing, and this he's got America. a great voice. I know he doesn't. Well, he doesn't sung. He hasn't sung since like 2007. He knew he was like, I can't top it. Well, yeah, I remember being in the trailer pretty heavily was that scene when he's singing in Central Park, and then he's like run over by all the bikes. Yeah, that. I mean, that one still funny to me. Thought that was very funny. Uh, I love. He's just always casually threatening people with swords. Yeah. And then, I have to I have to say the Timothy Spall chipmunk storyline really didn't do it for me on the, oh, on a yeah. twenty six year old rewatch. Yeah, <laughs> I wait. <laughs> I want okay. So just for context, I've seen my girlfriend Kara cry like once in our entire relationship. She was almost brought to tears when the she hadn't seen this movie before when the chipmunk was hung up on a are you kidding on me? a clothesline. She was like, "That's torture!" Like she was so wow moved emotionally by that and I was like yeah I guess that is kind of like a brutal a brutal I, like I feel like they wouldn't put that in a movie I was today. like looking at my phone during that. yeah he's like it like... wouldn't put that in a movie every day <laughs> yeah did she realize it was a CGI chipmunk <laughs> yeah but she still felt like very very upset well about he got it. out yeah thank god but um he was was he like was he like the flounder I yeah. think he was trying to be the flounder and like <laughs> some of his little like like did make me laugh but some of it mm. I was just like okay like, his whole like 15 minute improv scene about the, <laughs> yeah. the witch and the apple and oh my god yeah Ugh, uh. I just yeah I think any scene that James Marsden was in I immediately was just yeah I was not looking at anything because he was just so funny very, like he's very an original he loved himbo. the TV loved very the himbo TV. um yeah very, getting around New York very easy for all of them mm-hmm. um and then, oh, we had Timothy's ball there. What was I just trying to say? Oh, I actually really like the device of um, every time there's water, Susan yes. Sarandon's fa- animated yeah. face is there. Yeah. No, I love that. Susan Sarandon played oh – my God, I'm literally unlocking so many memories. She played a huge role in my gay awakening. In this movie? Not in this movie, Dead Man but Walking. Yes, in Dead Man Walking. <laughs> I just knew. I was like – pull that plug or I don't even know oh! <laughs> whatever they do I don't know um but um yeah so like I feel like this I'm realizing like oh I, I definitely was a big fan of whatever she was doing I was very I was very into all her scenes as an 11 year old but I did not realize why 
Right. And then years later, I'd see Rocky Horror Picture Show and be turned oh, homosexual. Yeah. By her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did love that device. I thought it was so... I just liked also that I felt like it was a very fun way to remind us, like, oh, while all this is going on, like, FYI, there she's was a lot going steaming. On. There's yeah. lots of animated people causing havoc around a the lot. city. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Amy Adams drinking water from a fish tank and eating a fish. <laughs> that was a little random. That one? I was kind of like, okay, she's not like, like I don't think she would drink a fish in the cartoon world, like um, or here. She probably thought it was like a river. And oh, she was like, probably. And the fish accidentally got in there. Yeah, there's just so, and like again, it's a Disney movie. There's so many moments where I'm like, somebody needs to call a, a doctor or something for this woman. No, like, no, of course not. Yeah, never. They're like mm, weird. And when she like, when she Amy Adams like finds out a couple is getting divorced. Cries on the spot. Oh my god! Cries a little heart out. Oh, I actually have a fun fact about the woman in that couple. That's Tanya Pinkins, uh, which I found out from Amazon, um, and she actually played Adina Menzel's character in the other version of the Wild Party, oh. which we covered a couple weeks ago. Interesting. So, fun fact for regular you know. listeners. Um, the more you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so on that note, I guess we talk about the princesses, um, the Disney mm-hmm. princesses. I the, loved that. Ariel plays um, the biggest role. She's a receptionist mm-hmm. or business partner, maybe. I think receptionist. Yeah, I got receptionist. It is 2007, so I don't think women were in business yet. <laughs> right, not, not all of you lawyers. For Badger Dempsey, does this character have a name? I want to say it's like Robert. It is. Is it Robert? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's Ariel, voice of Ariel. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is in it? Paige O'Hara, but voice of Belle, plays mm-hmm. the soap opera actress. There's another one. I think, oh, yeah. The mom with all the kids in the apartment <gasps> yes. is the singing voice of Pocahontas, I believe. Yes, Judy Kuhn, who was right. in Fun Home. Right, but mm-hmm. she's not Native American. She's the singing voice. Yes. Yes, she which big, again is like big problem. Ooh, okay. Uh yeah. Um and then I think the other thing I read, yes, the other thing was that the news reporter Mary 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 Eileen Wernos. Mhm. Casalotti, <laughs> Casaletti. Mm-hmm. She is named after the three women who played Snow White, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella. Oh, that's cute. There's a lot of very obvious like I love stuff like that. I remember reading all about that when I was 12, and I was like, oh, wow, I got so cute. I love that. Yeah, I feel like they kept a little, a lot of cute little, like, um, like a little, like, what are they, what are they called? Like, Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah. And did you notice, well, there's obviously a Lady and the Tramp reference. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a lot of people at the ball, I realized, dancing around them, were dressed like Greek and Arabian. Kind yes. of like Aladdin yeah. and Hercules things. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, I'm just reading. <laughs> All my notes are like Disney Easter eggs. Oh so yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to get those in there. Where did we leave off plot wise? What was happening? Um, so they spend a day. To, well, we talk about the queen. Oh, well, that's how you know. Oh, I loved that. Centerpiece I thought that was of the amazing. Movie. Um, yeah, Amy Adams explaining to Patrick Dempsey how to woo a woman or how to convince how to show her your love which again and then we have a kind of mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. kind of uh little mermaid themed reggae Mm -hmm. park breakdown with a lot of people getting involved which okay what would you i have i took a small clip which i'm not gonna i can't show our audience but Mm -hmm. when she starts singing the song i zoomed in on this woman 
dancing in the background. She like sees the song begin and she just goes full out, starts like rocking back, swaying. And I'm like, if I, so my natural, my natural tendency in the wild is to avoid all public singing. Mm-hmm. That's impromptu. Yes. I completely despise it. I completely Always have. agree. Do you know the improv game? Um, uh, when you hotspot, yes. I fucking hate hotspot. I the trauma that that caused me. Complete I was always like, complete horror. I will literally get naked in the center of this circle. I would rather you don't be naked. make me sing. Like I don't want to. And I even s- like singing. I'm like, don't make me sing. Like I like singing, but I'm just like, I don't want to fucking do and it. And I hate when it's improv too. Okay, like this. I was in a bar the other day, and sorry, one of ours. We're vaccinated. <laughs> And literally, everyone started singing Sweet Caroline. What? Because it was on. <laughs> you know, bum, Still, bum. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. literally, <laughs> it gives me hives when people start singing together in public. I mean, you know, that's pretty, I know it's a controversial opinion because it's, it's an expression of joy, of relaxation, but everyone it's having not. a good time. No. It's, it's no. Horrible. It's horrible. Like, I, I completely agree. I feel like if people around me start singing, the headphones are in. I'm walking the other way. I'm yeah. pretending I don't. See, you have never known you. It's like showtime on the subway. Yeah, ex- I hate it. And um, I have a policy with with everyone I've ever known. And I mean, I'm sure I don't even need to tell this to you. I do not see you doing this to me. But I have a policy with everyone I've ever known and my current romantic partner. Do not ever in your life serenade me. That is my uh, worst fear, to be serenaded, especially in public. I would, my Unless you would ask for body. it, right? I mean, if you, yeah. would you ask for it, though? Never. Like, not even a karaoke, <laughs> like, romantic. Oh, karaoke, yes. Because that, then it's That's fun. different. And that's the context yeah. of the moment. It's yes. not random. And, like, I'm not anti-music. I'm not the mayor of the footloose town. I love <laughs> music. But in the right context. I totally agree. Like I so that's that I to my point, I guess I was wondering how you if you would participate in the that's how you know if it had so if it started happening around you mm-hmm. in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Never in my life. I would be out of Central Park faster like before the bridge, I would be gone. I don't know, because part of me is like, of course. Because yeah. I do hate public singing, but I've always wanted to just join a musical number. Yeah. You know what? So Actually, I don't yeah. know. I think it depends. If it was good. I feel like it depends, like, at what point I want. Like, if I, oh. if it was early on and just Amy Adams was singing, I'm gone. Even just her and, like, four other people. But if it's a whole crowd, I That's, might be like. That, okay, that is what exactly what I was thinking, too, because yeah. it's like, I'm not that girl at the beginning dancing. No. she's She started that shit. Yeah. But if if they're already at Bethesda Fountain and there's, like, like animals and people dressed yeah. as objects i'm yeah i might i might do a, I, might a four, have a I, I might fun. do a jazz square yeah i might have fun i feel like if i feel like it's not all eyes on me i would love it i would love yeah to blend into the crowd i've been in many ensembles and musicals before. yeah no yeah but um yeah so i guess final answer it depends but think of the power you'd have if you were the amy adams in that situation or the like reggae guy i can't because even imagine Having that much control over the whole number. She could lead a cult. <laughs> I love it. It's, a, yeah. it's the best scene in the movie. It's so good. Like, it filled me with joy watching it. I was like, I love this. It, 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 did you know that song lost? It lost the Oscar to that song from Once. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh my God. Everyone was obsessed with that song for like seven solid months. I like, remember that. Well, yeah, yeah, we were also beginning to be in middle school, so that was yeah. 
at that time. Just, it was so brooding. When your so mind's brooding. made up or something but like I that. But I think this should have won, honestly. This yeah, song. it's beautiful. Enchanted had like three songs nominated, which probably split the vote. But mm. um, oh, it did have a lot of I think a lot of original music. I'm pretty sure that they changed the rules now. You can only have two nominated songs from a movie from the same movie. Oh, and I think it might have been partially because of Enchanted because yeah, that's like if if you have one musical an original musical come out in yeah. in a year and it's good, then yeah. that's gonna happen. It's right? gonna sweep. I mean, was it Stephen Schwartz who did Enchanted? Um, oh, it's Alan Macon. Mm. But no, wait, no. Stephen Schwartz probably did the lyrics, right? I mean, that sounds right to me. Because I'm just double checking here. Why is it not saying on the Wikipedia? Animation. Live action. Costume design. <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah, okay. Stephen Schwartz and Alan Macon. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. Because he did uh, Wicked, which we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. And... He also did Pocahontas, Hunchback. Oh, oh, you know what I love about that is that those are like the darker Disney musicals I love. Like, I feel like that shows a certain sensibility. Oh, Hunchback's best soundtrack to me. Best score. Sometimes, like, literally I will watch the beginning of The Hunchback of Notre Dame just to, like, feel something. (gasps) Yeah. She's like, sanctuary, give me sanctuary. Hellfire? I sing Hellfire all the time. Oh, I love (laughs) My mask. I hate public singing, but I will sing. I live sick it. I fucking love Hellfire. Oh, it's so dramatic. And then you see like Esmeralda as like a sexy right. flame. You know what? Frollo isn't queer coded. Yeah, you know what? He's actually very he's, explicitly horny for a horny woman. straight white man who's evil. Like, yeah, and he's also iconic. I think. Yeah. I think he's iconic because of his voice and because he wears purple, black, and red. Yeah, the villain colors. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Yeah, but um. Love all the music in yeah. Enchanted. Loved it. Amy um, Adams has a very good uh, voice. Really I was surprised. Good. Yeah. She she really does. Um Yeah, the, and I really, really think that one song the beginning is underrated too. A uh, True Love's Kiss. That's it's yes. just so fairy tale. It's so it's yeah. got everything. Yeah. Not a huge fan of that song at the ball. It's kind of boring. I actually have so much to say about that song at the ball. Okay. In what fucking scenario? Would you go to a ball or a party or a dance? And they're like, okay, first of all, switch partners. I'd be like, oh, no. Yes. And then they're like, oh, they're like, also, switch partners, we're going to play the most fucking romantic song you've ever heard for your partner dance. I'm like, what? Yeah, for the king and queen's waltz. You're yeah. supposed to be swingers? Yeah, seriously. Wait, and maybe it was a swingers. Yeah. And, but she just like saw the sign for it. Yeah. And this, she was like, oh. <laughs> they're fully at like an eyes wide shut party. And they don't even know. <laughs> just like something else. Is and then they become the entertainment. Yeah, they're like, what a good show. Um, yeah, that's... Oh, we can go to the end now. I feel like we're basically covered yeah. everything. So she reunites with James Marsden, mm-hmm. and then they go to the ball. Yeah. Adina looks awful. Uh, they did Adina <laughs> so dirty. So dirty. Like, literally, like, Amy Adams shows up, like, spelt hair, got a keratin treatment. Right. She's flattered. Yeah, very laid. Very, like, gorgeous. Not a fan of her dress, though. I, I was a fan minus the mermaid cut. I like the mermaid cut. I just, it was a little plain for me. It, and it is a little bit weird that it's like, I mean, I get it. It's like, she's different. She's always the fish out of water. She's whatever. She's in. Mermaid. She's mermaid. She's like. <laughs> I'm like she that eats, movie is weird, um, um, but I'm like, why wouldn't she wear like a beautiful gown to this? Like, it just feels like she would. I think it's because she, she bought it in New York. Oh, that's true. With her with the do- credit card, 
Which also, like, With so the within the movie, card. the dad gives his six-year-old daughter an emergency credit card. I'm like, what is the emergency that she is in charge of the credit card? Like, uh, I yeah. don't understand. Um, well, the emergency was Amy Adams needed to look hot for this ball. Yeah. But apparently she, she needed did. to look anachronistic. Yes, exactly. And Adina Menzel, so oh. kind of in contrast, they give her, like, curls that are so horizontal and, like, so square-shaped square. at the top. Yeah. It's like they're begging us not to want Adina Menzel to end up with Patrick Dempsey. And also just an ugly, like, beige French yeah. revolution gown or whatever. Yeah. It's so weird. It's horrible. I, on that note, I kind of wanted to talk about um, the tropes of Disney fashion in fairy tales. Because you know they are. We already, I already mentioned the villain co- color scheme. Yeah. But I think the princess, I don't know if you've noticed, always has, like, a second act dress. Yes. Yeah. You know, she has like, well, there's a few outfits for the princesses, you know, to break yeah. them down. We have the main visual, the main ball gown. Yeah. That's going to be on all the promo yeah. merchandise. Her big what? Her big going out. You know, you dress. got Belle, you got, mm-hmm. um, I guess Ariel's would be her tail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the main outfit. Yeah, Cinderella's like famous outfit like there's well, yeah, very yeah, iconic yeah. well and weirdly i guess i guess weirdly bell's main look is her blue dress but her iconic outfit oh, yeah. is the yellow it's the one yellow magical um, dress but yeah and then you have the secondary ones which is like when ariel's a human she has like her blue weird thing yeah she has her pink thing for a second yeah and amy adams had some different costumes she was like yeah wearing the curtain the first curtain thing that's mm-hmm. how you know that's probably her well, she had a lot. She, yeah. I liked the flower one. I did too. Yeah, I liked that. Also, within the movie, she like fully having bought curtains for like the first time or thought about buying curtains. I did not buy them, but I've looked up Big the prices. Step. Yeah. So now I know <laughs> curtains are fucking expensive. I'm like, if she had cut up my curtains to make a dress, oh, I would be Venmo requesting her. When he sees the <laughs> the second cut up curtain and just like yeah. smiles, <laughs> yeah. His, this guy's probably like ten thousand dollar curtains. He's like, that's so cute. He's a lawyer. He's whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's got she's got her uh, her the wedding gown, the first dress, the second dress, and, and then, then the ball at the end. The ball, yeah, the mermaid cut purple dress. Which I just I needed like one more. I don't know. It was a little plain. Yeah, I almost wish it was like. I mean, maybe they didn't want her to be too sexy. I wanted it to be thinner and like silky or like sa- like yeah. if you're gonna make her sleek, go like full sleek. It you should know? have been maybe a different material. You're right. Yeah. It did have to double as an action dress though, so we do have that. Yeah, that is true. But I like it when the heroine is wearing a certain dress and then it becomes like disheveled. Yes. As they fight the the same. I want to see rips. I want to see it falling off the shoulder. I know it's such a weird thing to like, but I feel like it gives. Yeah. No, it does. It Drama. adds a little like you know, and as so random. I'm just learning a lot about me today. But like you know, when I've mean, seen Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she wears this like, she's gonna get sacrificed. Yeah. In this like big wedding adjacent thing. Yeah. Then as the rest of the movie happens, parts fall off. It gets yeah. wet. It rips. It turns I into love pants. It. I, that's what I wanted for Amy no. Adams. I so feel that it's like I saw that movie. Which I loved, like Ready or Not, a few years ago. She's like oh, wedding I dress. I missed that. Ends up ripped, covered in blood. Like tearing off, we're tearing off sleeves. Like, and I love. I, I like love seeing the same outfit. Yeah. Be ripped up. I yeah. know it's a continuity disaster, but it's Disney. but it's fun. I can handle yeah. it. Um, oh, I feel like we should mention at this point 
So Susan Sarandon is has entered our mortal physical yes. plane at this point. She's, she's doing drag in Times Square. She's yeah. electrocuting people. Halting traffic. She shows up to what's his face, the little sidekick, and mm-hmm. says, uh, Hey worthless, miss me, which is iconic. While he's itself. dressed as a Middle Eastern yeah. cab driver. I'm like, you could just be a cab driver right. actually. But I guess we had to had to add a some cultural approach. Two thousand seven in there. You know. Yeah. Um, is, yeah. is she appropriating the drag culture? <laughs> I'm like a little bit, maybe. Like the boots really, really kind of sealed the deal. That was an odd choice. It was like, I, especially because I'm like, this woman at that point is probably like 50s, 60s. Yeah. Like, we don't need to put her on high up. Let her walk. Whatever. And, uh, and then she, um, she also kind of had like a weird Lilo and Stitch vibe to her outfit. Yeah, she did. And you know what I also didn't realize, too, at first? Like, it threw me for a loop because she kept doing this weird tongue thing. Yeah. And then I was like. the first time I've noticed that. Yeah, I was like, has she done this this whole time? And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's like. I thought, I literally thought she was doing, like, Cher. I was like, why are you doing that? (laughs) She was doing David Tennant and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Exactly. But then I realized, like, oh, it's like you're a a dragon. You're a snake. You're a. You're You're a reptile. Right, right. But she did it as the old lady, too. Yeah. It just, it didn't land for me. Because also with that, I'm like, are you a reptile or can you just turn yourself into a reptile? Like, what are we? Oh, yeah. The lines are getting blurred. I me. have some issues with the final confrontation, mostly because she already, like, she should be thrilled that Amy Adams doesn't want to be with her son and will not threaten her crown. She's yeah. literally in another world and she's decided to stay there. Exactly. So why do you want to kill everybody? Yeah, it's like kind of by killing Amy Adams. You're like putting a hat on a hat here. Like you've already solved your issue actually. So you just kind of can go back and do your thing. Yeah, and like even James Marsden randomly is okay with uh, yeah with them being true those kids. And then I guess maybe it's because he's threatening to take her crown because he found out she was evil. Mm, yeah. But even that, I feel like when Susan's running gets there, she kind of like they have this conversation where Amy Adams is like, "Well, oh, man, I kind of wish I could stay." Like I'm feeling yeah. like it would have been so easy to be like, "Stay." Isn't that and why then, she bites the apple? Yeah, because she like wants to forget that everything ever happened and yeah. just like whatever. But um, little murky motivation there, little, Susan. But yeah. honestly, love the drama. Love the drama. Love when Adina is like, I forget what she said. She's like, kiss her, Robert. Like, it's okay. I'm like, it's not okay, but okay. And almost, you know what, appropriation a little bit of gay culture too, that she decided to just, uh, Susan Sarandon just decided to like make a scene for no reason. <laughs> yeah. At the end. She's suddenly like this, clear the, clear <laughs> the, the dancing area. She's like, area. I, my goal is done. Yeah. She, not she yeah. doesn't want to take my kingdom, but you know what? I'm gonna cause a scene yeah. and become a dragon. I think she literally actually <laughs> even says like, "You want a show? I'll give you a show." <laughs> Everyone's like, "We actually don't want a show. Like, we just kind of want to dance at this swingers key party." And I have an issue with the dragon. I mm. don't like that she talks as a dragon. It is a little it's weird. weird, and the animation does not hold up. Yeah, it does not hold up, and I feel like this is. This is the issue whenever they try to make women into animals. Is that like <laughs> it has boobs? Is it like literally they're all like I can tell, I can just feel in my bones that they did have like a meeting where they're like, How sexy can we make it? Like, how can we infuse some sexuality into this dragon? Like they probably did originally give her huge tits. Huge like, tits, nipples. Mm, yeah. Well, hard uh, weird rock. froggy finger dragons don't have fingers. Yeah. Finger like bulbous fingers at the end, almost like E. T. fingers. And like, listen. I think she actually had some of her best lines as a dragon. Yeah. I just wish that that had not happened. Yeah. 
I kind of almost wish we could have just kept like kept the con- like keep all the lines, keep everything, yeah. but just make it be Susan Sarandon like carry like using her witchy powers sure, to like to, kill her. Or I something. mean, I, I like the idea of the dragon too. I just don't. It was weird. Yeah. And, you know, even in Maleficent, when Maleficent became a dragon, she just didn't talk anymore. No. And that's a cartoon. And it made it scarier. And it was drama. Yeah. It was stakes. Exactly. Because she was fully, she was the dragon at that point. And this dragon's like, mm, okay. Um, but she did have great lines. She's like, she oh, I'm flexible or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, I just laughed so hard. Uh, she's like, oh, it's the end of the road for you, yeah. Amy Adams. I love it. And Amy Adams is fully like, literally climbing like climbing. Yeah. And uh, why was I like, she's climbing the Empire State Building. It should have been. It's fully not. Yeah. Um, Who goes to the Woolworth Building? Seriously. I'm I, like. It's pretty pretty. Yeah. It's nice. I've never been. I've seen it. Yeah. From afar, um, I think. Anyway, she explodes into yeah. glitter. Yeah, Amy Adams. Um, Amy and- Adams and saves the day. Adina tries on the shoe that Amy oh, Adams left yeah. behind, and then decides to jump into the sewer with Jane Austen, yeah. who she just met. Which again, I we need a temp check on her character because she's undercooked. Like, well, and why then we see just- her first. Appearance as a Disney princess in yeah. animated form, pre-Frozen. Which I did love. I love when we see what people look like at, like that actual mm-hmm. physical person as a cartoon. Great. Loved that. So fun. And she answers her cell phone at the animated wedding. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, I actually went into a little bit of a K-hole last night watching this because <laughs> I remember... <laughs> Like emotionally, and I'll okay. tell you why. I was like, like have drugs. I got a story about a K-hole oh. for you? <laughs> um, I was like watching, um, I remember reading back in the day, they were going to have Giselle join the Disney Princess lineup. Because if we recall, and I'm going to let my nerdiness out a little bit more, one more time. Um, she, this movie was in a kind of princess drought. It was like mm. end of the 90s, and then they had all the weird like boy yeah. movies. In the early 2000s, yeah. that are pretty good, but not as not commercially. Their, yeah, you know, this is their first princess since literally like Mulan, basically, and who wasn't even a princess. Oh shit! Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, she's joining the lineup. She's gonna join the lineup." And then they decided against it because they would have had to pay. They would essentially have had to have owned Amy Adams's likeness. Oh. Disney. Yeah. Which is not appropriate. I don't no. think that that. <laughs> just weird. If I were Amy Adams, I would have been like, mm, "That's yeah. a, a pass on yeah. that." I mean, I, I just wouldn't trust them with it. Like, well, and I'm it, sure think about it. It makes sense. Weird, but yeah. But it makes sense because they would obviously only show her in animated form. But it's still awkward because it's like this is literally Amy Adams. It's not yeah. like it's not like oh she's based visually somewhat on Amy. Adams. This yeah. is literally her. It's like, yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it looks like her. And like, then I realized they own does. like the entire cast of this movie, except for Patrick Dempsey, like appears in animated form at some point. Oh yeah. So it's like very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, and then two years later, they have Princess and the Frog, and they're like, okay, we have another one. It's fine. Yeah. And then they cast Adina as a princess as well. Yes. And yeah. A few years later, Adina really does have. Uh, a good relationship with Disney. Like, she must be so rich, right? Like, oh, my God. She must, I forget that she's like, oh, yeah, she was in Frozen. She's insanely rich. Like She, not to mention Let It Go. Let It Go was like, it's, I think everybody under, like, above the age of, like, three, anybody, everybody who can talk knows every word to that Even song. if they don't know how, they know yeah, it. Yeah, like, it's just in people's minds. I've personally introduced it to many people. Yeah, I think um, it's fantastic. When it came out my freshman year, I saw it on yeah. Tuesday at 3 p.m., 
um, in Times Square alone in the theater. That's so good. With two other middle-aged men in the room. That was oh, yeah. it. And that was a great time. I, I that had, sounds amazing. I immediately went back to the dorm and played Sam, Let It Go. Oh. And she was like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, that's. <laughs> she still hasn't seen Frozen, but we're going to watch it for the first She's going to watch it for the first time. I'm excited to hear her thoughts on it for in the first time. In a few weeks. Time. I know. I know. Yeah. I didn't know going into that movie that Adina was in it. So I was like, I didn't know anything. I was just like, Do you oh. recognize her voice at the yeah. time? Did you know Recogni- her? Okay. Yeah, I recognized it. I think we got like into Let It Go, the song. And then I was like, oh, that's Adina Mandel. Like, oh, I love that's this. that bitch? Yeah, what? I freaked out. Um, she, I know. I mean, well, I, had a, I had a friend who legit like couldn't take, couldn't watch the movie because she could not buy Adina as like a 21-year-old blonde woman. <laughs> I yeah I mean I guess I get that I feel like she does because she was very at the time she was very forty and Jewish yeah <laughs> when she yeah. did that you know very if much there's anything Adina is it is forty and Jewish and um, not and blonde. she excels at it as she's well. that's her entire like that's her brand yeah. I mean I love it um yeah yeah I feel like that's like kind of why to me it's interesting that they cast Adina in Enchanted because I feel like. They really just did. Like, again, I feel like it's a classic. It shows that they, like, kind of didn't know what to do with her character. Yeah. Because, like, we need someone who's absolutely the opposite of Amy Adams. So they're like, okay, right. like, it's good. A brunette is the opposite of that in Disney's minds. And they're like, cool. Like, she's a little more, she's a little more career oriented. She's serious. But, like, yeah, they don't want to make her, like, rude and bitchy. But, like, they also don't want us to like her. And it's just like. Yeah, yeah. And they, it's a strange choice yeah to cast her but i'm glad they did i mean i don't really know what that breakdown looked like yeah i really wonder and it was a or big who reached out Adina. to her for it yeah because it was her first like i think it's like her first like major movie role that wasn't rent yeah that wasn't something she'd done before yeah you know and she was in a cast with some pretty big names although amy adams wasn't also that big at the time was she i mean she, i think she had been oscar nominated before but she hadn't done like any she wasn't like Amy Adams yeah, that we know. She'd definitely been like around, but I think she was low key. She didn't work with Meryl yet. Not yet. Yeah, this was probably like, I feel like she probably did Julie and Julia like because mm-hmm. of coming on the scene with this movie. Oh, yeah. This movie was for breakup movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do we want to, do we have any stray thoughts about the film? Stray thoughts? Mm, no, I loved it. I would mm-hmm. highly recommend. Definitely doesn't hold up entirely, but in general, still a fun time. It's very fun in general. Yes. It's not on Disney Plus for some reason. Yeah, I think it's coming on soon. Like they're in, making like, a, a sequel. I know. I I am not. I don't see that going well. Like I'm. Ex- I'll watch it, but I don't see it going well. Well, then we just actually talked about this yesterday. They cast um, Maya Rudolph, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, right, mm-hmm. and Jayma Mays, mm-hmm. aka M- yeah Emma from Glee, as three villains in Enchanted. Mm-hmm. So I guess they are bringing queer-coded villainesses back but yeah yeah i'm like and i see i I mean maya can do anything like i'm sure they're gonna be great but i'm just a little bit like what are the three villains that it's this group of women coming together probably like Like, fairies i want it like the three fairy vibe i don't know yeah i'm interested almost like what is the pre like does she end up i hope it's adina folk centered (gasps) oh i would love that (laughs) Yeah. And she's also going to be in a Cinderella adaptation coming up. 
featuring Maddie Valio. Maddie Valio. <laughs> friend of the pod. Just Maddie, kidding. we love you. We know you're listening. Hi. Uh, if you want to come on for that movie that you're in. Yeah. Whenever we get to it. Um, yeah. Next year, maybe. If the, if they have spots open, they'll consider you as a, as a guest. Yeah, if we have spots open. Yeah. Uh, I've never met you. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't have any stories either. So anyway, uh, here on the Tony Awards, we have a question to ask me. Uh, is this better than uh, Wicked? Oh, is this better than Wicked? Um, you know what? No, I don't think I can say that. <laughs> I'll be I'll be like killed. I was really by the like community. shocked for a second <laughs> because I will say. I, I have been list I've listened to Wicked like in the past year and like I I still love it but I'm like oh yeah like it doesn't like a hundred percent I don't it's not that, like blowing my mind like it used to well you know you can only get your mind blown by the same thing so many times that's how I feel yeah no that's so that's true. why I only watch my favorite movies like once a year maybe that's so true yeah you gotta keep those keep it so new. yeah maybe Enchanted will be better than Wicked someday maybe um, not yeah. today yeah no day but today. All right. Uh, okay, so here at the Adina Antonio Awards, I'm saying all of Sam's dialogue. We miss you. Um, we give every movie three awards, hand engraved. So first award is best prop. So Rain, what was your best prop? My best prop. Well, I mean, we talked it. We did. We did cover it already. But it is going to go ahead and be the fish that Amy Adams spit out into a water cup to. Um, I wanted to call her Jody Arias. That's not her name. Jody Benson. Jody Benson. To impress Jody Benson. AKA yeah. Ariel. So that is my favorite prop. Um, great. Mine is uh I'm so nervous like <laughs> moderating this section. <laughs> Mine is uh are the rent and wicked billboards in Times Square that oh. are seen when James Morrison is riding on top of the bus. And I just like love seeing all those old Broadway billboards of like old shows like Yeah. Remember that square building? Yeah. With, because I, I first came to Broadway, I first was on Broadway. I first visited New York in two thousand eight, so it was oh, very wow. similar time. And yeah, it's so fun to see that me stuff. Back. And I famously pretty much only was in Times Square too, so that movie yeah. was very yeah uh, poignant. All right, so second award is best Adina moment. So what was your best Adina moment? Mine is gonna be when she shows up at like seven in the morning and she is trying to pick up the little girl for school and she goes, "Hey, girlfriend, ready to kick it?" And it's like the girl is just not having it. I'm like, "Hey, girlfriend, ready to kick it?" <laughs> yeah, and the little girl's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Come on, Adina, like you know what a, you know how a six year old talks and she doesn't talk like a member of Sex in the City." True. So <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to be a good stepmom. Yeah. Um, I Love it. That was what? mine, but uh, oh really? No, because <laughs> there's actually surprisingly few Adina moments in this. But I guess I'll go with the um, her just randomly deciding it was cool if uh, her boyfriend kissed Amy yeah. at the end, yeah, just because she was maybe dead. Yeah, uh, she's like Robert, do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Bye. I would, uh, even if Amy Adams were dying, I would still be a little bit like, so I guess. Would you let? I'm not your true. Would you let then. your girlfriend kiss Amy Adams if she was if she was dying? Like if her life depended on it, I would say party. yes at the swinger party. I would say yes, but I would still be a little bit like we won't talk about this in the car. Like I would be <laughs> right. upset. And then Adina stays and like watches the dragon, the wet dragon yeah. climb the roof. Oh my girl, you can leave at this point. It's so weird. She could have left. Whatever. Yeah. She wanted to go home with James. And um, all right, the last award is a custom award. So anything you would like to talk about mine would be most 
mm, low-key, toxic, weird hetero relationship. Just talking about Idina and McDreamy's relationship. Five years together, never spent the night. Doesn't really seem to know his daughter. Uh... He does not give any type of explanation when there's a woman in his shower, doesn't send her flowers. Amy Adams has, a woman who's basically an alien, has to explain to him how to love this woman. Something's not right. <laughs> I know. So that's my word. He did have a rough breakup, though, Assume presumably. Oh, yeah, that's true. He Yeah, he probably has some trust issues. <laughs> I got Luke from Gilmore Girls vibes from him. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, what's yours? Um, mine is weirdest parenting choice, so related, uh, <laughs> goes to McDreamy for... Uh, Weirdly having his six-year-old daughter do roll-ups at the Italian restaurant that they're at <laughs> with a woman who works there. It's like, um, why is she suddenly like the manager of the restaurant? All I'm saying is I've worked at many restaurants and done many roll-ups in my life, and I've never uh, had a six-year-old yeah. accompany me on my side work when I'm yeah. trying to go home. Uh, and <laughs> as someone who's like nannied for years, I'm like, you can ask a six-year-old to quote-unquote help with something, but it's not helpful. They imply that like, it's because, oh, she's so sweet. Look, she's helping them. I'm like, yeah. no. She's bothering her. Yeah. You I'm control like, your child. That woman's going to go redo all those roll-ups as soon as she's <laughs> done. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's yeah. it for Enchanted. Um, you have anything to plug? Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, even though they are censoring me out the fucking wazoo. Oh, my God. Um, you're talking about shit. Yeah, I was. I literally have started adding bleeps to my videos, and they still censor it. But please Genius. follow me at at Rain McGowan on Tark Tark, and Rain is a very famous comedian. On I am Tark. a famous lesbian on TikTok, <laughs> um, and that's it because I have nothing else going on in my life. Um, I don't either. Uh, until next time, you guys. Um, you know, as Whoopi says on the View, wash your hands, stay safe, hug your children, <laughs> wear a mask, and enjoy the view. Uh, Amen. And hail payment, you guys. Hail payment.